0: Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Casting the Net. Today is a continuation from last week where the guys talked about uh, adults in the faith and how to approach our adult children who may have left the faith and what to do to try to prevent that in the first place. And so they go into some detail today about what's our mission, how to engage with their well-being at heart the importance of praying to God and leaning into Christ and asking for help in engaging your adult children who may have left the church and how we can't take it personally if our adult kids do leave the faith. So a lot of great information in today's episode. We hope you enjoy and we'll see you again next week.
1: Hi, I'm Father Dave Nuss, together with Father of Four, Rick Lingva. Welcome to Casting the Net, we are in search for Catching the Faith. Oh yeah, we're back. We're back. If you're, if you're, if you're looking for the podcast, casting you don't need Annette. to wait any longer. <laughs> we, we have returned. <laughs> That's right. We're back. <laughs> what movie was that? I don't know. It's probably a bad movie. Something we better from not the go the 80s, there. I think. But yeah. I don't know, Poltergeist or <laughs> Poltergeist. something. I don't know. ET. E. Yeah. I like ET. There's nothing wrong with ET. Yeah, um, I don't remember it. <laughs> right. I don't recall anything objectionable in ET. He, he's Rick. I'm Father Dave. And, <laughs> and we, um, last time, as I recall, the last episode, Rick, I wanted to, I wanted to follow up. I was really moved about um, something you shared with uh, friends of yours who. Discovered after a friendship was already in place that you and Christine are Catholic and commented about your niceness, your nicety, <laughs> your nicety, ever met. the nicety, <laughs> and, and how surprised they were, maybe even yeah. shocked. I mean, you couldn't possibly be Catholic because you're nice. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and my twin reactions of that's funny, and also that's very sad. <laughs>
0: yeah, right, right. But just, you know, I think we. We couldn't have done better for them, you know, like more. There, yeah, there were plenty of opportunities. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, I mean, God put us in that situation at that time for a reason. And, and, and it
1: sure. worked out. It was, but, I, I don't think we we don't wake up in the morning thinking of ways to be cruel. No, <laughs> we no, absolutely not. We find ourselves at times insensitive to certain situations uh, recently. Um, a parent lamented to me adult child had been away from the church for years not with that with hostility but more with indifference mm-hmm. had a traumatic instance in his life with a relationship that ended mm-hmm. abruptly yeah. a long time relationship important relationship that ended abruptly mentioned to his parents, about going to church on Sunday and proceeded to go to church um, kind of forlorn and lost. And this is an unfamiliar place. It had been a long time Mm -hmm. since this person had gone into church. And as the story was relayed to me, was was, uh, simply seeking to be there for reasons that, he may not have even known it was something deep within you know pulling him there hmm. was sitting in the very back of church to be approached by someone who at least from his vantage point uh, told him rather uh sternly that to stay in the church you have to take off your hat hmm. now doesn't matter what that external thing may be a, a hat or a phone or a yeah. water bottle or whatever the case may be, yeah. the message was heard that was certainly not nice. That's kind of where I'm you know, going with that. In fact, that judgment was rendered that there's no place for you here yeah. the way that you are. We can't accept you the way that you are, but if you modify the external and as the, you know, the, the heartache of the parents who were so concerned about their 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 adult son to begin with yes. in this traumatic moment in his life were overjoyed that he had he shared there. that he was just going to yeah. make his way back to church he didn't want to go with them he you know he just wanted to go on his own only to be rejected or at least that was the experience uh, that he had and and I'm not for a second saying that we should all wear hats to, to church. Her. That's not the point. Although right. bishops do that. Right. right. <laughs> Somehow that's okay. And, and their hats are rather prominent in the, in the liturgy, you know, at, at, at mass. Um, but recognizing the personal,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, engaging someone with story, yeah. um, drawing out from them, um, their own being accepted Hmm. uh, as they are and then moving from that moment right into something more if you had then you can talk to them about well you probably shouldn't wear a hat to church but yeah don't make that the first thing you say to me right right (laughs) and you know the the backstory was that the parent went on to parents went on to tell me that um this really had been a it wasn't so much a a premeditated movement to go to church but a more of an extemporaneous stirring of the soul that mm. prompted somebody not knowing where else to turn to find their way back yeah that's to, great to to yeah. it's total total grace easily identifiable as uh, hadn't grace. taken yeah. a shower just decided you know what i just i gotta go i don't even know why and i'm gonna make my way there yeah. um so there were there were other reasons at play with 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 that and um there's plenty of people who are inappropriately dressed right. that, that we don't, we right. wouldn't bat an eye about saying something to right. because they're regulars, right? Like, right. So how do we how do we cultivate um, a culture that that creates belonging, that builds trust, yeah. that enables us with time to have more uh, meaningful exchange?
0: Yeah, I mean hospitality is certainly. Oh, an underestimated, undervalued virtue uh, in the Christian life to to the extent that people even are aware that it is a a virtue. But I I think, you know, there are a lot of different ways, as we've discussed, a lot of different ways to to view scripture. I think one one helpful way to view it, or one at least one interesting way to view it, is to see it as an unfolding of God's hospitality. Like that's that's one interesting lens to read it through. Begins in the beginning. With yeah. God making room for that which is not God, yeah, in, in the, the act of yeah. creation, yeah, yeah, God making room within that creation for rational, free creatures to love Him, and it runs throughout all the way, you know, the Gospels, right? Yeah, so many of Christ's parables have to do with hospitality all yeah. the way, all the way to the the end of the story, the the eschaton, the the end times, which is described as a banquet, a wedding yeah. feast, yeah. You know, the feast of the Lamb, yeah. which implies. Hospitality, right? You know, Um, so so to see this as not just a strategy that's useful, but as something that's at the essence of what it means to be Christian and what it means to be church. What what's what's the essence of our mission to reach out? Um, like drilling that into our heads, it's it's something as I said last episode. Something we're baptized into. We're baptized into a God who is supremely hospitable, Um, and so it becomes our mission then uh, to be. The father's hospitality in this in this life in this on this earth, yeah. welcoming neighbors, friends, relatives, uh, but also strangers, the yes. marginalized, um, the people who can't find
1: a home anywhere else. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. You know, hospitality for me it it, it isn't um, it isn't the greeter in the big box store. It is the. I was thinking I had the chance to be in a. In a smaller uh, grocery store, one that I had never been to, that for reasons I heard they might have something hmm. um, that somebody else was looking for, and so I I eventually find this product only to have um, an hourly worker hmm. who was younger in appearance as well, who was really extraordinarily attentive to me as a consumer about what I was trying to uh, purchase and were there other varieties that I was looking for or how could you, you know, how might I be able to help? Gosh, they didn't have exactly what I was looking for. You know what? We can walk over to the manager and we can tell the manager and they can order that and I needed it today. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different mindset than mm-hmm. just simply um, welcome to the box store. Right can I accept the person for who they are? Can I set aside my own comfort for a moment to be able to recognize somebody else's need for the, the, the parents who are bringing in the children and they've got their, their hands full with one or (laughs) more. Can I offer assistance or can I just simply assist? Can I step in and do that? Right. right? Or am I going to just glare and stare? And I can't believe their children. I can't believe I can't believe that three-year-old kid is acting like a three-year-old in church. (laughs) Heaven forbid. (laughs) Heaven forbid. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we're we're talking about
0: um, you know the the parish, but all this applies just as much to the home as well, Mm. and to the the case of adult children who left the faith. Um, Make your home a safe haven for. You know, I mean, you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to see your adult child plummet to like Saint Augustine levels of just sure. you know misery, where sure. where he he tries everything under the sun to, to make himself happy and just yeah. ends up hitting rock bottom. But it might come to that. Yeah. But even if it doesn't, I mean, your your home can be a safe haven uh, if you love unconditionally and and offer extend that hospitality. Yeah. You'll be amazed, I think. Um, you know. Pray unceasingly, you know, storm the gates with, with your prayers and hope. What sort of conversations will arise because of it? Yeah. Um, and when they do, you know, you, you you dip the arrow with honey before you shoot it, to, to, to use the old Arab proverb. But, um, you know, don't make it awkward. Engage charitably right. with a generous spirit um, with their well-being at heart. Yeah.
1: Sarcasm is never helpful. No. Cynicism is never helpful. helpful no. Your child knows what you hold to be true. That's right. You do not need to continue to tell him that. Yeah.
0: The virtue of prudence. I mean, Aquinas talks about prudence being the mother of the virtues. By that he means, well, I mean, prudence is basically seeing reality for what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, like reading a situation accurately and yes. knowing, okay, well, this, yes. is, this is what I should do. This is what I should not do. That's how it's the mother of the virtues. It kind of guides your activity. And helps you sort of instinctively or intuitively know, um, you know, when when do I when do I call this play? When do I call that play? Yeah. Um, prudence is a virtue that's enormously helpful. You know, working to grow in prudence um, so that you can read the situation, you can know what word needs to be said when to your your adult child who's left the yeah. faith. Um, so praying praying to God for for strength
1: in that virtue, yeah. right. is, is needed. Right. Right. Yeah, we need to, you know, it's a good point on that, that in instances of parents speaking with me and sharing heartache, it is so important that I lean into Christ myself, asking for that virtue of knowing how to respond, not just with words, but with yep. tone, with action. Yep, uh, It all matters. It, it really, all I mean, matters. And it's it sounds, Thy will be done.
0: Yeah, it, it sounds... <laughs> For some people, it might sound stressful. It's like, geez, it all, I, have to keep, I have to keep all this stuff in mind. Well, yeah, you do, because yeah. it, it all matters. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right.
1: He, and let's not lose sight of the fact that God himself, the God of the universe, desires a relationship with, with all of those that's right. whom he has created in his own image. And so um, for as much as I may want to make something happen, for God it is beyond imagining. That's that's a great point. Um, you know, Paul tells us in First Timothy, you know, God wills that
0: all human beings be saved. Yes. Not in like a general abstract kind of way, like he wants the entire human race to be saved. He mean Paul means God wants every person that God's ever created, whom he knows personally, yes. to be saved. Yes. So he wants he wants Omar to be saved, and he wants Shang to be saved, and he wants John to be saved. Um and he not only wills that, or he not only wishes that, but he, he, he offers what's necessary for the person to accept the invitation. Yeah. Um, so that's another reason for hope. You know, I mean, you know, adult kids who, who leave the faith, okay, you know, don't take it personally. Don't beat yourself up. Know that God wants to save that child uh, more than you can possibly imagine, yeah. and he will make that happen.
1: Um, If your adult child permits it. Yeah. Lean into that hope. There's also a myriad of resources that are just outstanding today. In some instances, being away from the practice of the faith happens because the person or people don't regard the faith as being relevant, helpful, of value in ordinary experience intellectually
0: serious intellectually serious
1: and credible and substantial the old science versus faith you know right 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 but but it's, it's powerful a lot of people buy into it right they absolutely do and there are many 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 resources that are available and it would be you parents would and grandparents would be well served and seeking out some of those resources or seeking out those who would be more aware of some of those resources. In this day yeah. and age, there's so many short YouTube clips that yeah. could be the, the right, it, it may meet the child, the adult child where they're at with a particular intractable um, uh, dilemma. Yeah. Um, how you mentioned the problem of of evil and so many other things yep. that that uh, there is a response, a response that is credible, and a response that is logical, and sometimes it's just knowing that, That's finding right. that, sharing that. Apologetics, which is the the
0: um, the branch of theology that deals with sort of answering objections to the faith, as you know, um, because of the internet in the proliferation of sources, there's a, there's a lot of good stuff out there and it's almost all solid. Yeah. You know, I feel like there've been really major advances made in the field of apologetics. Yes. So it's, it's, it's accessible. You can yes. find it. Um, and, and again, if, if you need help doing so, reach out and we'd be happy to direct you to absolutely whatever you need.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah. And it's, there are also other opportunities that maybe, maybe going back to mass is too big of a step. Hmm. Uh, maybe it's too big of a first step to make. And I'm not suggesting for a moment that that's in the best interest of anyone, not to be any Catholic, not to be at Mass. I'm not suggesting that at all. I'm, I'm acknowledging that that might be too fearful of an initial step to be made by someone. The longer that we have stopped the practice of going to Mass and encountering the Lord at Mass, the longer that we've practiced not going, the harder it is to return. Mm, or something and, like confession would be even more daunting. Absolutely. And instead of telling someone to go to confession, um, model it yourself. That's right. Allow that them that them. beauty. Well, allow that beauty to be displayed yeah. for the difference that confession and absolution makes in your own life before you tell somebody else to get their life in order. That's right. And Maybe the invitation is would would you like to go with me? not that you're gonna to be together in the confessional, but maybe that per maybe that gets that person back to church for a moment even if they aren't quite ready to go to the sacrament of confession yeah maybe they're inside the church and just let grace work yeah so they're
0: going it's that um that balance that we uh we detailed in in the uh, the earlier episodes between expectations and and warmth yeah. You know, um, another example, I mean, holidays are coming. Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving will be here. Christmas will Mm -hmm. be here. Uh, adult children will be going home. Um, sometimes bringing significant others along with whom they may be cohabitating. Yeah. Um, you know, make, make the couple feel welcome, but, but, you know, make clear the expectations as well. There's nothing wrong with, with saying, you know, we'd like you to sleep in separate rooms. Mm I mean, expectations are made clear, you don't want to, you don't want to formally cooperate with immorality. Sure. So like in in Catholic moral theology, we, we, we talk about, um, formal cooperation with, with evil or immorality and and material cooperation with evil or immorality. Formal is sort of like intentional, deliberate assistance, you know, helping somebody to sin. Um, material is, is more indirect and sometimes unintentional. You can see whether it'd be an obvious difference there. Sure. Um, You know, you don't want to, you don't want to, um, you know, cooperate formally, sure. eh? arrange it so that <laughs> kids stay in separate rooms. Sure. There's nothing wrong with that, but, sure. d- but don't, don't make anybody feel awkward. Don't, uh, you know, don't, don't fight world war three over it, but, but make the
1: expectations clear. Mm-hmm. And let the expectation be that of love. Yeah. Love is a self offering, you know, I, I that I, I recognize uh, the other as other and I'm just seeking to experience God in them and let them experience him in me mm-hmm. not a wrestling of control <laughs> that I have to have the power to be right I have to have the last word I have to win the argument Yeah. enough you can
0: you can present the truth affably you know in a, in a likable way winsomely
1: um yeah, I mean that—that's always going to be a game winner. Of course it is, and we, we only have to recognize ourselves on the receiving end of that, hmm. right? I, I don't like to be judged. No, I don't no, like it's... to be dismissed. I don't like to be condemned. Yeah. And that—that uh, that happens. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Friends, he's Rick. I'm Father Dave. We are—we are just wanting our own Catholic faith to animate us uh, more cheerfully and more generously and more gratefully, and we are edified by those of you who are joining us for this continuing conversation that we have. We welcome any and all comments that you may have, suggestions, recommendations, uh, whether that's helping to lead others back home to the faith, which is their faith. Uh, Once we're we're, uh, baptized or received into the Catholic faith, that's who we are. Mm. That's who we always are um just just recently i had the chance to um be with someone who is is preparing to meet the lord and um perhaps has even met the lord as uh, mm. as eternal judge and, and king and the spouse was concerned that that the person had been away from the church for so long almost suggesting that the person might not be Catholic any longer. Like there's a shelf life to that. <laughs> and there isn't, no, you know, Catholic unless it's is indelible, remember. Yes. That's where our hope lies. Yeah. And to be able to share that truth was so consoling to that oh, person. Yeah, I'm sure so consoling. I'm sure. And it was uh, deeply moving to me mm-hmm. to, to be an instrument of relaying that truth wow. and of administering the sacrament of the sick and, praying the prayers for, for one, uh, commending, uh, that soul, uh, to the Lord is, is that soul prepared to meet the Lord. So persevere in the faith, put your hope in Christ. Uh, he's the answer to all of our woes and he desires even more than we do to lead those who have been away back home. We're cast in that Friends, he's Rick and I'm father Dave, a dad and a priest Together Trying to Become Better Fathers by Catching Christian Faith. Thanks for joining us for our conversation, and we hope that you'll connect with us next week for Casting the Net.